Hallelujah. <laughs> Exodus chapter 14. Uh, it's a great honor for me and you to see the end of this year. Your eyes that I've seen beginning of December shall enter. It is a privilege and a great honor. I want to say this to us that every one of you in Christ the Tabernacle, you must remember this all the time. God has called you into an apostolic prophetic church. An apostolic church is a church that is full of God's power. A prophetic church is a church that is full of God's revelation. So in this house, therefore, this year, if we have to walk through this month, I will ask those who are in the video section to start working. I expected them to have started. That is, you give me photographs and reports of our missionary trip from January. And I'm going to be taking you through what God did. Because sometimes you look at your life because of, uh, you know, when you get to a, a, a stage in life, and you, you, your mind is blank of what God has done. And it seems as if God didn't do anything. And some of you, because you have a little trial, you will forget everything that God has done. And that trial becomes so magnified to you as if God did nothing. I was just talking with the leaders, you know, a few minutes ago to, to tell them that there is no cross you carry that somebody had not carried before. Because in this world, which has existed to our knowledge from the scriptures over 5,000 years. In this world, human beings face one man called the devil. And the devil has not changed from his title. Give me my stand, please. He hasn't changed from his title. So devil is still devil as he was. And devil, therefore, we know that in the Bible, the devil does not have any, any authority because he has been stripped of his authority. Okay? And we know that he had just one weapon from Genesis 1, and he has not changed the weapon till today. And we all have recognized this year again and again that the only weapon of devil is deception. Out of deception come all things that Satan can do. So, if the, if the devil cannot deceive a man, he can't do anything with him. But a good number of us, and you know also that for you not to be deceived, it means that you are full of knowledge. If you do not have knowledge, Satan will deceive you. And a good number of believers too will fall victim of the devil in some areas of our life that we are ignorant. That's why the Bible says do not be ignorant of the vice of the devil. Okay? But you see, when we are ignorant and the devil had a go at us, and God allowed it. We all read it together in Deuteronomy chapter uh, 13. That when there is a prophet among you and he's, he prophesies and those things happen. But his life is not godly life. 
God said, do not believe that prophet because I, I made those things happen to test your faith. So, false prophets have their way because God permitted it. But in it, God permitted it because God wanted to test those who profess to know him. So therefore, your mistakes, my mistakes, and our ignorance gives foothold to the devil. But what God is saying is this. If my cross came by my past ignorance, and so I'm suffering now. Or my cross came because God gave it to me to test my faith. I'm talking about your test of faith. Or my cross came because of the wife I married, who the devil just decided that he would turn her opposed to me. Or my husband that I married, who the devil decided to turn him opposed to the wife. Or my child that I gave back to, who the devil just made disobedience. Or my father or my mother, who the devil just used them to intimidate me and frustrate me because of my Christian faith, or my workmates. Anything the devil uses to test us, God permitted it. But this is it. God is still God, regardless of your tribulation. Your knowledge of God should not rest on the goodness he has done. Your knowledge of God must not rest on the blessings he has given you. Your God is not God because he blessed you. Your God is not God because everything is going on fine. For in this world, we will pass through trials. We will pass through tribulation. But Jesus said, rejoice, I have overcome the world. I will together now. So... Keep it in your heart that one of the decisions you will make as you are going to the end of this year is that let God be God. God is God because He's God. Another decision you will make, which this year I took you through the whole Bible twice. If you are in this church from January till now, I gave you Bible reading, three chapters in the morning, three chapters in the afternoon, and evening. Sometimes we read four hours. But we read the Bible through in this house this year twice, and then I took you through your last journey for the third reading, which is finishing on the 31st. Now, this month, which began today, or begin today, or began begin, because we are still in the day. <laughs> it began and it still begin. Now, so, what I have given to Elder Charles, which all of you will receive before you leave home, leave tonight, you will have sent it to your emails, is this. We are looking at some characters in the Bible this month. And that is the first two weeks. We are looking at characters like Gideon, beginning from Abraham. We looked at, we are looking at Joseph. We are looking at uh, the children of Joseph, Ephraim. And we're looking at people like uh, Gideon and Samson. We looked at Joshua a little bit to learn from them, to see how God relates with man. Then we are looking at the life of Jesus Christ. And when you get to Christmas, we're looking at Isaiah, the prophetic Christ, which you just finished. We look at, look at Isaiah again. And then 
by the end of the month, I begin to program your mind towards repentance so that you can enter into the glory to come. My people are destroyed from what? So Satan cannot destroy a Christian unless the Christian lack knowledge in the area. Are we together? So, but if you have been in this church from January to now, you don't read what I gave you three chapters only in the morning before you go out. Three chapters in the evening before you go out. You better recover this month. Because this month on this, I give you one chapter. You know something about the word of God? I have told you. It is written. Your word is medicine to my bones. So when you read the Bible, as you are reading it, it's a medication you are taking. For help. You don't need to pray about this. It says your word is medicine to my bones. Which means when you are reading the Bible, you are getting healed. You don't know it. When you are reading the Bible, you are getting immune against some sicknesses. But when you are reading the Bible, you read it with a heart of joy. When I was writing your last scriptures, I had so much joy in my heart for what God has helped me to teach you this year. And I was seeing what God would do next year. And I see preparation this month. All what I give you is preparing you for next year. You will not miss the glory next year. But we need to understand this. The sons of light must be smarter than the sons of darkness. And the only way we can be smart is by the true knowledge of the word of the living God. This year I've taken you through a great journey. I remember that we went through the gift of the spirit. In August, one of the exciting things to me was that many of you began to prophesy, which you had not done before, which is proving the scripture true. It says in the book of Joel, chapter 2, verse 28, and in the last days I pour my spirit upon all flesh, sons and daughters will prophesy. The first thing Christians should do is to prophesy, because the spirit that prophesies lives in every Christian. I was so happy. Second thing is, I taught you about spell and how to overcome the spell of the devil. And I showed you all the tricks of Satan. How Satan spell people. And I helped you understand it is through your mind. Isn't it? Yes, sir. Now, therefore, I will say to you that for the rest of this month, you must be very alert. Very, very a lot. Now, yesterday when we started our meeting, as I walked into this stage, I felt a great unction. I knew it was coming because when I was coming to the airport on Friday, on Thursday, I came to the youth conference in Africa. Really, let me say this to you, we have started for the first time our African youth conference because when God set up the youths here, he gave us the knowledge and the women of our destiny and the men's group too. That these groups are not for CFT. CFT is to bring them up, but they are for nations. And it has no barrier. Denominations, it cuts across it. But for the first time, we have, at the 28th year, the youths are broken through it. And the conference was so awesome, very powerful. I was in their meeting in the morning. They are carrying on now. 
And they were, they were helping other youths, teaching them on capacity building, because all the youths that left from here for there, they were professionals, you know, who are working in established institutions. And they are not mere men in their institutions. They are, they are risen through the cadre. So they went to Nigeria in the day to empower the youth and encourage them that it doesn't matter where you are born. What matters is who is your God. You will survive and reach destiny. So they used their own life to teach them. Even one of them had to speak from London and to Nigeria on, on Facebook, Skype. And everybody was asking him questions how he made it from grass to grace. And those who were there told their own personal testimony that failure, to fail an exam does not mean a failure. A failure is the one who quits. And they taught them so many things about capacity building, about networking, about how you comport yourself in interview and all stuff like that, confidence building, all these things they were talking there from the scriptures, though they are intellectual. And I was in the midst myself, Pastor Josiah, Pastor Ty, um, Dakbo. I was there in the morning, then at the end of it, I just gave them a roundup to give them scriptures which the Bible gave for anyone to prosper, what you must do. And then in the night, I was late because I was going to catch my flight. So, I was so much in a haste, and we also had a little delay in traffic, which we do. This is just like when the apostles come back from journey and they are giving reports. I remember Paul all the time, what happened in Troas. So, (laughs) and I prayed and prayed, prayed the traffic through, and when I got there, it was just good enough for me to spend 15 minutes with them and go to catch my flight. But that 15 minutes went into record books. As I mounted, they they were delayed. The meeting that I should start preaching at 7, I didn't reach there until about 9. I should be in the airport at 9. So they have to minister. Because I told them, in CFT, be ready in season and out of season. So I said, you, 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 tell them, you minister and then you take over and minister. 20 minutes, 20 minutes, 20 minutes. Without preparation, and those youths went and did it. Because you have been given the topic, which is, somebody who is going for a conference called Identity should have sought God, so that you are already prepared. And it was explosive. By the time I entered, the whole atmosphere was, was ginormously charged. Hallelujah. And when you enter, if you have gifts in you, and the people that you are going to have already stirred up the waters, your gift just flow. And I went into prophetic. It was so heavy. So from that place, I knew that I prayed for prophetic understanding from the month of October every year, so that I can understand what will happen in the new year. And sometimes God will not bring the unction until the last day of the year, like last year. But when God speaks, everything God said to us last year have come to pass, except one for Britain, which you are looking at in a few days' time. It's the only one that we are waiting for. But you see, there are four. But what happened is that the unction came upon me 
on Thursday. So when we came down from the airport to prepare for yesterday, I knew God would, would stir up some things from yesterday. And when we came here yesterday, as we were worshiping, the power of God was tangible. It was touchable in the atmosphere. You know, when, when we say things like this, I said something to the, to the, to the leaders. When power of God is, is present, not everybody feel it. Do you know why? <laughs> your, your mind is the gateway to your heart. The power of God uh, uh, is encountered by those who expect it. I, when you're coming to church, you need to pray. Your prayer shouldn't be, God, I'm going, protect me. We don't need protection. It's God, pray for the service. And pray for yourself, not to miss God there. Pray for people that God will bring them. Satan can hinder. When you are going to service, it's different from where you are going to work. So if you do not pray with expectation, and ask the power of God to come in the meeting, when it comes, should you know it? You can't know it because it will be right beside you. Others who have prayed, prayed have contacted it. You are still looking. So you've got to change your mind. Because the Bible says when the day of Pentecost has fully come, Acts chapter 2 verse 1, it says they were all together in one place. What were they doing? Praying. They have been praying for 50 days. And then the Spirit of God came down. So therefore, yesterday was strange. And then God began to speak. But one of the things God spoke was this. God said, I give you a cup. Can I ask the video section, please? I would need the clip of the prophecies tomorrow because we have to pray those prophecies from tonight and I will lead you. I saw God gave a cup to Christ with tabernacle. And the strangest thing was that it fits every head. And God gave shoes to us. I wore the shoe, I wore the cap, but every foot in this house, it can fit the shoe. Global, CFT globally, I'm talking about. They put their foot in it, it does not expand, neither does it decrease. Neither do their legs expand or decrease. The big head fits into it without shrinking, and the small head fits into it without expanding. And yesterday, I did not have understanding of what God was saying, that something that is unique, that would define the purpose of CFT, has been birthed yesterday, which your ears will hear, and you will say, Apostle said it. You know, God is the one who gives grace. And when God makes a promise, he gives grace. He told us that this month will be called the month of remembrance. And last month will be called the month of fulfillment. So if you put fulfillment together to remembrance, as we are transiting from fulfillment into remembrance, why should those things like that happen? As he has spoken, he did. But you know what? <coughs> the question is, how can one car fit every head? And every head is not the same size. How can a shoe fit every foot? But we have various feet. 
the Lord told me to tell you. It is your mindset. The cap will come upon you because of your mindset. Your mindset must be the mindset of the set man of the house. The mind God has given to me. Let me help you. Uh -uh. (laughs) The mind God has given to me, you know it. In the book of 1 Chronicles 28-9, David said to his son, Acknowledge the God of your father. Somebody said before that if you don't have a father, you cannot have a feather. If you don't have a feather, you cannot fly. I could fly today because of my fathers from whom I received the baton. I behave like them. I see like them because my father saw. I told you. God don't hide things from them. And I used to wonder when I was serving under them. I would tell, Baba, I can't see now. He said, what did you do with your eyes? <laughs> he said, you eat too much. When we are praying, you are sleeping. Eh? My spiritual mother would tell me. Angels will walk into our room when we are praying. And mama will begin to discuss with angels. And he will tell them, ah, you are very welcome. Jesus will walk into the room. Ah, my, when she begins to say, my husband, you are welcome, my creator. I know Jesus has come. And then he will be talking with Jesus. And Jesus will tell her specific things. Jesus in some time had come and said that after talking to her many things, he said, somebody is coming to see you in one hour. Clean this house. The name of the person is this. The problem she's bringing to you is this. And this is what I have done. Tell her when she comes. And the Lord said goodbye. And my mother was saying those things. So the moment the Lord said goodbye, my mother started worshiping, 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 and the, man, the, the Lord went. And the Lord doesn't walk alone, he walks with angels. So Mama said, did you just hear what the Lord said now? I said, what? <laughs> he said, what did you do with your ear? <laughs> he said, was I not talking to him now? I said, yes, I heard you talking to somebody. <laughs> he said, you. He said, okay, now we have to clear the house because he said some, uh, mentioned the name of the person, like, okay, uh, he's a lady, the woman was a lady. He said that, like, um, Stella is coming in one hour. We have never met her before, but this is the problem that she's coming, she has, you know. And told me the details of the prayer and said that, and the Lord has done this. On this date, at this time, this will happen to her. So, clear house. She's a, an eminent visitor. So, uh, we started sweeping the house. You know, his broom we use. We sweep the whole house, just everything, and sat down. And I was looking at my wristwatch. Eh? Not as a doubting Thomas, but what kind of a woman is this that is my spiritual mother? How did I come about this one, Papa? By one hour sharp. I don't know. Papa, Papa. And Mama described her physical figure to her skin. And the moment I opened the door, behold, it was the woman, Stella. Oh, you are very welcome, ma. And something with my spiritual mother. She didn't call her by her name, though she had been told her name. And so the woman sat down, and the woman, my mama received the woman, welcomed her, gave her, what, what can we offer you? He said, my problem is more than food. Okay, mama said, okay, at least it's a drink of water you take. He said, all right, they gave her water. So when she finished, 
Mama said, let us pray. And the woman was like, but I haven't told you my problem. Mama said, let us pray. And Mama has knelt down. I had to knelt down. And you know, for me, I was her protege. She prayed. I say amen. <laughs> I don't pray. She prayed. I keep on saying amen, amen, amen. And Mama, my mother prays. If we kneel down to pray and it's one hour, we have just introduced the prayer. I would mean now. That's where I got my long strength from. If I pray with you, I, you can stand with me for two, three hours. I don't feel tired. That's how I was trained. So Mama began to thank Jesus, and she would thank minimum 30 minutes. I know that all Psalms is in her head, but she was not literate. But she reads Bible because Jesus came one day and said, You do not have the knowledge of human letter. He said, But from today I give you the knowledge of the word. And from that day she will read Bible. In Yoruba. You give her another book in Yoruba, she doesn't know what the alphabet is. I'm talking about those who trained me. I'm helping you to understand what you ought to be if you are brought at least into this house with me. Because I am now what they were. And you must be what I am too. But the state of mind. And this was my, when I was a young boy. For those of you who are youths, apostles young age, that's what happened. So when Mama pray, 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 in her prayer she began to tell the story of the problem. So the woman opened her eyes because Mama was telling the whole of her problem in prayer. And then when Mama finished telling all the problem of the woman, and Mama said that, thank you Jesus because it shall come to pass. On this date, at this time, this shall happen to her. When we finished praying, the woman was standing up with her eyes open like this. That who is this woman? So Mama now told her to sit down. Mama now told her by prophetic her life from birth. The jaws dropped. Now, having served under a woman like that, how will I not see too? But for me to see, I have to adopt the mindset. That the woman had. Number one, she worries for nothing. That's number one. Do I worry for anything? Come on, tell me, church. That's where I contacted. Worry for nothing. That's why when you come to me, no matter how complicated your issue is, the first thing you hear from me is what? No problem. Because how would there be a problem when we are in the presence of the one who made the heavens and the earth? The arm of the Lord is not too sure, it says in Isaiah, that he may deliver. To him be the glory. Number two, my, my mother, spiritual mother, does not have bias. She doesn't have bias. Your conduct yesterday may be terrible. But it does not affect her if you come to her today for prayer. She prays for you as somebody who never did anything wrong. She doesn't... The people's behavior don't determine who she is. Is that not so with Apostle too? You cannot convince my mother that God is not God. And you cannot come before her to celebrate a situation 
that is talking how magnanimous problems are, it provokes something inside her. Because that is the day the solution must come. Listen to me. Jesus says, if anybody will follow me, he will carry his cross and he will follow me. That cross is the cross he gave you. I would gather that. There is a mindset that a man will develop and he will invoke God's power to reside upon him. You see, many of us pray a lot. But if you pray a lot and you don't have the constructive mind, nothing will happen. Nothing will happen. Prophecy is not what you just say. I, I believe that I'm going to tell the future. I will say it by faith. Say it. It won't happen. You can tell us um, prophecies of... Uh, uh, I'm sure that next year you will not lose your job. We won't lose it anyway. You don't need us. We don't need you to tell us. There is promotion ahead of you. Tell me the date and time the promotion is coming. You know, exaltation is different from prophetic. Of course, it's an arm of prophetic, which is declaration. But for God to use you, you speak and the lame will walk. You speak and the blind will see. Or you pray and heaven move. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Who will stand in his holy place? Those who have pure hearts first. So everything the devil is trying to, to bombard your heart with. All the pressure you have is to bombard your heart. Every problem Satan sends across is to bombard this heart. If you allow those problems to dictate to you, no wonder you can't hear God. No wonder you fast, fast, fast and pray. On others, we, what you are fasting for, others you speak, you happen. Your heart first, not your, not your prayer or fasting. Heart cleansed. So the things of this world does not matter to you. Clean heart, pure lips. No deception. No stealing. A heart that loves God truly. That is what God is saying that all of us you adopt here. So that the calf can fit your head. And the shoes can fit your feet. Are we together now? I'm about to finish so that we will pray. In your publication tomorrow, I have just five minutes to talk to you. In your publications tomorrow, I'm publishing, yesterday God told me to anoint your feet. Ah, he hasn't told me that before, but this year somebody came to me who had an issue. He had done so much in his business. And one man stood against his payment. And without that man, nothing will be released. And I've been praying for him. And God pushed the operations to the place of payment. The money was released already. And it has to come into the account of this paymaster. And he had received the money and he refused to pay. So, as I was praying for him now, the Lord told me, tell him to remove his shoes at his feet. 
and anoint his feet. I said, Lord, why? I've never had, I know washing of feet, but anoint feet. And the Lord said to me, the faith is the entrance of life to human body. What? And the Lord said to me, your feet is the one that determines your dominion. I said, Lord, okay now, I'm hearing God. And he continued to talk to me about faith. And he was showing me scriptures about the feet of man. When Abraham first got to Egypt, there was famine in the land. Yes, in chapter 12 of Genesis. How did he get to Egypt? He walked with his feet. Yes? To Egypt. When the famine finished, it is with his feet he walked back to the promised land. And then the Lord said to Abraham, look, when he was on the mountain, look as far as your eyes can see. I have given it to you. When he looked, okay, that did not give him. He moved and walked to the end of the land and pitched a tent there. He pitched the tent in the first end. He walked to the, fourth, the other end and pitched the tent there. He called it better. When God said to Joshua through Moses, He said, Joshua, anywhere your, the sole of your foot shall stand, I give it to you. And when Joshua resumed in Genesis and in Joshua uh, chapter 1, God said to Joshua, I will give unto you anywhere your foot, the sole of your foot shall stretch, you know. I told you the testimony of Casadega. America, a city in America called Casadega, where they worship Satan for 110 years before I was invited in Orlando. When I was invited in Orlando by the ministers in Orlando, at that time there was high rate of suicide among the youths, and many ministers are divorcing their wives and committing adultery. And, you know, anointed ministers. They will end up in adultery and then their wife, they send them out. So when I was called there, everybody knows that it is this witchcraft city, which is a county like Deford Council. Is it Deford Council? Greenish Council. <laughs> no, Greenish Council I'm talking about. The whole council, the whole land, every house is owned by witches and mediums from all over the world. They do conferences, seminars every month on witchcraft, on medium, on voodoo. People come from everywhere in the world to that place. And you see signboard, big business. If you want to take me, go and Google Casadiga. When we got there, the moment we entered the atmosphere, the density changed. Physically, not spiritually. No. Physically, and you know that spiritually. We entered into the compound of the headquarters, and I asked for the head. And God took us straight to the woman who is the head of the whole operation. I haven't asked her. And she said that, um, which region have you come from? I said, England. And then she began to do all the signs of a cult, believing that, you know, I am also an occult. But no problem, I'm a cult member. The cult I belong to is the cult of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. 
And then I asked him to tell me where their concentration is. He said, oh. And she gave me the map and showed me. When we got to where the source of the power that ruled Kasadega for 100 years is, the Lord said, remove your shoes. And I removed my shoes. He said, remove your socks. And I removed my socks. The Lord said, walk into that water. And as I stood, I said to the ministers, remove your shoes, remove your socks, and join me into this water. And the minister said, all of them, about four cars, fool. What did you say, apostle? (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. I said, remove your shoes. They said, um, Apostle, you have the grace. (laughs) Oh, my God. My wife was there. My wife was in the front car with them. And I said, darling, come down. She said, it's good for one man to go first. Love have a point of return. <laughs> no, a point of wait for me. <laughs> After all, when uh, Moses was going to the mountain, when he reached a place, he told Joshua, you wait here, then I go. <laughs> when I looked at them, they were not hearing the voice I was hearing. So there's nothing to stir their faith up. And I went, when I got to the river, the Lord says, put your right foot in the water and speak. And I put my right foot in the water, the other foot on the ground, and I cursed that ground for claiming lives for over a hundred years. For the devil to answer over you. And I said, the church shall be built upon you. And the powers that rule here shall be no more. You have power in your foot. Okay? You, your foot carried God's Covenant. It is the foot that claimed dominion. I would get it now. Less than one year, a young man had the voice of God. Very, very rich young boy, but he's in his early thirties, and he's a millionaire. And he, God said, go and buy land in Casadega. And he went there. He went and bought acres of land. He didn't know why. He didn't know who he was anyway. Why? After he bought the land. <laughs> And they did all the papers to his name. Because anybody who buys land, they believe that they are mediums. You know, some people have this notion that if a person is young and is rich, that he must be a cult member. Have you seen some Christian YouTube? They said that this minister is a Illuminati. That minister, they are all devils who say that. All of them are messengers of Satan. Because if you tell me somebody was Illuminati... Were you there in the meeting where you saw him? Yes, sir. If you did not go to the meeting and see him, how dare you tell me? You must be a member. And if you are not a member, then you are a member of Satan. One of those who you raised to deceive God's people. What is my business by Illuminati? People are perishing. I have the name of Jesus. You don't tell me about getting them rescued. You are telling me about somebody's Illuminati. The heart is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. If a woman is so beautiful, they say she's mommy water. If she's ugly, she's, they say she's a witch. <laughs> so women are in a big trouble in the hands of these people. Hallelujah. Satan will not deceive you, my brother. God created the beautiful woman. 
and God created the woman that is also another. <laughs> Are all our nose the same? No. Are our eyes the same? No. You see, what you say is ugly. It's beautiful to somebody's eyes. And a woman who looks very, very hard and rough doesn't mean it's a witch. I wish you saw the prophets of old. Maybe you would have caught Deborah to be a witch. And instead of um, thanking God for Esther's beauty, you will have said she's a mammy water. I told them in Nigeria, people who come to churches and say that, I am the third wife of Satan. They are all devils. And people listen to that in church. My pulpit is not for Satan's campaign. Amen. Amen. Someone cannot come here and say that I want to testify. And you want to testify. I was in the cult. I said, shut up here. If you are in the cult, what's that? I don't want to hear a cult here. You go and tell them in the cult if you are in the, in the cult. Uh, Satan did this. I don't want to hear. Anything the Bible knows I should know about Satan. Anything God, everything God wants me to know about Satan is in the Bible. Anything you tell me about Satan, if it's not here, forget it. It's not useful. It may happen, but it's not useful. And you see Christians sit down too. They buy, use their book to buy a book of confession of a useless man. And tight, you don't pay in church. Are you? Are. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, let me have you understand something. That was how Satan was taken away by my foot. Your foot has great power. Because you are sanctified by the blood of the Lamb. When you have an appointment and you are getting a new job, it is with your feet you walk to the job, isn't it? So in conclusion, write this down. Your head, the Lord told me, is the seat of glory. This is your seat of glory. Because when you have to glorify, it's your head. When they anointed you for an office, it's your head, they pour oil. If they um, make you a king, it's your head, they put the crown. So the head carries the glory. Your hand is the seat of your power. When you become a director, your signature changes. Once you sign now, it's a different thing. The governor of the central bank of this country, all right, or anyone assigned to sign currency of our country, it is by the signature his power is shown. If you are in any office of power and you have to approve anything, your feet will not approve it. Your head cannot approve it. Your hand is what we use to sign. Once that signature is written with your hand, it is not revocable. The seal of the king is in his hand. All right? And when he stamps it, that's it. So your hand is the seat of power. If you look at the book of Exodus 15, it says, Your right hand of God is majestic in power. Tomorrow you look more about that. So when your head receives the glory, your hand is what will work out destiny. And then the last is your foot is the seat of dominion. It is your foot that will carry you to destiny. Therefore, your head is the source of information. That's number one, two. Whoever rules your head 
directs your feet. Whoever rules your head directs your feet. Whoever rules your head directs your feet. And when I talk of head, I'm talking about the intelligentias of hell. Head, eyes, mouth, and ears. That's what commands your mind, isn't it? Isn't it? What rules your head directs your feet? Am I telling the truth? How many of you fell in love before? Hmm? Let me reflect your mind to your old good days. You who have been at home peaceful and obedient. When you fell in love, were you not using your leg to go and look for somebody? <laughs> were cats to go look for man? <laughs> eh? Because that person rules your head at the time. Yes? Are you looking at me like that? I'm going to Nigeria. <laughs> Let me come to the youth. You who are just married. When before you didn't come late to choir practice. <laughs> Hallelujah. And suddenly you began to give your leader excuses. Only for them to recognize that somebody had taken control of your head. So your feet <laughs> goes to who controls your head. <laughs> Thank God that we celebrated your wedding at the end of the day. Your feet controls your head, your, your leg. And whoever rules your head directs your, your feet. Priesthood is concentrated on the head. Kings are concentrated on the head. And the final... Um, the conclusion of the matter. Your head receives your destiny as revealed to your mind. Your head receives your destiny as revealed to your mind. Your hand works it out. And your feet take possession of it. Genesis 13, 12 to 15. The Lord said to Abraham, after Lord had departed from him, lift up your eyes from where you are and look north and south, east and west. All the land that you see, I will give to you and your offspring forever. And the immediately God spoke, his feet got into action. Stand up on your feet now. Say after me, my hands are blessed with the blessing of the Lord. My hands are blessed with the blessing of the Lord. Touch somebody and say, anyone I touch surely must be blessed. Anyone I touch surely must be blessed. blessings of the Lord. My feet are filled with the blessings of the Lord. My feet are filled with 
the blessings of the Lord. Anywhere I go, surely, anywhere I go, surely must be blessed. Anywhere I go, surely must be blessed. My feet are filled with the blessings of the Lord. Lift up your voice and we will thank God. For your head, the lifter up of your head. The one who has blessed your hands. He trains our hands for war and our fingers for battle. The one who has blessed your feet, who has sanctified and directed your path. Father, we exalt and magnify thee. Anywhere I go, I shall possess. Anywhere the sole of my feet shall tread, I shall possess. I possess my school. I possess my office. I possess my city. I possess my nation. Anywhere I go, oh God, it's your covenant with feet. You made a covenant with the feet of your saints and said, wherever the sole of our feet shall tread, Yera Katamobra Kabomba side. Hey, we shall possess it. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We exalt you, Jesus. Father, we praise your name. Thank you, Jehovah. Marabos kama balibunda ridaki saladai. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. Some of you have gone ahead of the prayer. That's the Spirit of God. The next prayer is this. The Bible says in the book of First Samuel, chapter 2, 8 to 9, He raises the poor from the dust and lifts his, the needy from the ash heap. Today, the Lord will lift your head up. He sits them with princes and has them inherit thrones of honor. You will inherit throne of honor. For the foundations of the earth are the Lord's. Every higher office than you, God owns it. It says, upon them he has set the world. Then he will guard the faith of his sin. You want to pray, Father, guard my faith to the higher realm. To the thrones that you have prepared for me. Guard my feet as I go to the new year. Guard my feet to my destiny, to my inheritance. Lift up your voice and begin to declare. He guard the feet of his saints. Guard our feet, O God. He raises the poor from the dust. Raise us, O God, from the dust. Raise us, O God, from the heap ash. Sit us with princes and rulers of nations. He, that they may inherit thrones of honor. Get our feet into throne of honor. Get 
our feet into higher levels in whatever we do in our career path take us higher take us higher take us as we go into the new month the year of god's glory pray and tell the lord he will guard your feet the feet of his saints With my feet, O God, I declare and inherit my dominion. I establish my dominion. Father, we bless your holy name. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. Before I, I speak over you, I'm going to bless you. I'm happy for you. You know why I'm happy for you? The Bible says, happy is he whose God is the God of Israel. I know him. <laughs> and he is faithful. He allows us to struggle sometimes. We have passed through that now. We are entering into a no-struggle field, a, a field of glory that he has prepared. That is what we are entering into. You are going to pray this prayer. Look, what I tell you to pray, just pray for yourself. Don't think whether you are able or you are not able. It says in Genesis chapter 49, 10, the scepter will not depart from Judah. That's talking about you. Nor the ruler's staff from between his feet. We came, we are children of Jesus Christ, the lion of the tribe of Judah. That is who we are. He said the scepter will not depart from your feet. When, when Joseph was in the prison, he soon became the head of prisoners. Okay? And when he was brought out of prison, he became the head of the nation. Every one of you who are born again, wherever you are in your career is not your limit until you become the head in that place. He says the staff of rulership will not depart from your feet. And you are going to pray and say to the Lord, Father, I pray in accordance with this word, this, you said, the staff of rulership will not depart. It will be between my feet as I go into the new year. Let the rod of rulership, the, 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 the staff of rulership, let it be upon my feet. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. I will rule in the midst of my enemies. I will rule in my career. I will rule in my business. God told us yesterday by prophetic that he will give you insight. God said he will give you insight. Father, we pray thee. Father, I will rule us, Father, 
You will rule in your career. You will rule in your office. You will rule in your education, academics. Receive the ruler, the staff of rulership between your feet in the name of the Lord. Oh Christ, wait tabernacle. Your time has come to rule. No more confusion in your path. No more frustration in your path. You will rule with a staff of authority. And the staff of rulership will not depart from your faith. <coughs> yeah, Marabasai. Father, we bless your name. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. When the time came for Israel to pass through Jordan, Jordan was the last obstacle before the wall of Jericho. Jordan is a demarcation that man cannot walk through. Like the Red Sea was demarcation that one cannot pass through when leaving Egypt. But Lord, from the time of Moses, you step to Moses with your feet step into the water. And when Moses put his feet in the water, the, the Bible says the Lord blew from his nose reels into the water. And the water separated and the waters congealed. That is where we got the physics understanding of the process of congelation. When you, when, you, when you blow a wind upon a liquid, it congeals. But by the foot, water spotted. When they got to, to, to Jordan, you said, tell the priest to step forward. As they put their foot in the water, the water separated. I say, by your foot... As you have been anointed, I say by your foot, the water that have been a barrier or whatever barrier the enemy has put before you, as you step into the new year, there's a pathway. It's the same cry yesterday, today, and forever. If there be any issue, that came from hell or a natural occurrence that hindered and that natural occurrence is before you today and has limited you i say that as you step in as you have stepped into this new month by your foot that hindrance is taken away in the name of jesus poverty cannot be found in the midst of abundance you are poverty you are separated you are confusion, you are separated. Nobody can be confused in the presence of the Most High. I say, you are confusion, you are divided forever. The Spirit of Truth, it shall lead you into the new year. The Spirit of Truth, it shall lead you into the glory of the Father. The Spirit of Truth that lives in you, He will take over the whole of your senses. Concerning you, as it is written, you shall fulfill. You will be the letter of God written to the face of this earth. Many will read you and they will read God. 
My words come to pass as I speak in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. No one will take you to tribute any longer. No wall will hide you any longer. No mountain will limit you any longer. By supernatural grace of heaven, this is the month of remembrance. It is written in the book of Malachi 13, uh, chapter 3, verse 16. It says, and those who fear the Lord talk to each other. As we talk to each other here. And the Lord listened and heard. A book of remembrance was written. Hey, today God opened a book of remembrance concerning you. What does the book say? It says, the Lord Almighty has sworn, surely as I plan it shall be. The plans of God for you will overthrow every other plan. It says, as I purpose it will stand. Everything standing against God's purposes, I command it to be destroyed. Yea, he said, I will de- destroy the Assyrian in my land. I decree over you, every Assyrian that occupy your land, I command the destruction of God over them. He says, on my holy hill, I will trample them underfoot. Every, every emissary that the devil has set up in the holy hill of God over your life, to hinder you from the joy of the living God, maybe in your family, maybe in your body, Maybe in your, in your business, I decree, every Assyrian be swallowed up in the name of Jesus. According to the decree of heaven, the Lord shall lift up your hand. Your dreams in life that you have been waiting for, today receive unction. Fulfill destiny. Fulfill your dreams in the name of Jesus. If you have been praying over a particular issue from January, and that issue you have prayed day or night, day after day, week after week, month after month, even it may be that you have prayed so much that you stop praying. Because you give up that it cannot happen. I stand in Christ in God and I say, it shall come to pass before the seventh day of December. I say, it shall come to pass before the seventh day of December. That which you are waiting for shall come to your hand. That which you are expecting shall be made manifest. Heaven shall answer because of you. Heaven will resound because of you. Your captivity shall be brought back home. Your desolation shall be restored. Your cities shall be rebuilt. In the name of Jesus as of Nazareth. Father, we bless you. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Put your hands together for the King of Heaven. Please let's take our seats for a few minutes. I will call Pastor Adisa to come and take our offering. This is Victory Night. Let me say that yesterday I, we anointed our feet, and tomorrow.
we will do for anybody who missed yesterday. I received a, a, an email yesterday night from Pastor, you understand? Who sends me email after meeting? There is Pastor Kata. <laughs> and it said, Daddy, when you were prophesying yesterday and you prayed over the oil, I took the oil in my house and I stood by the prayer. And it says, the moment you finish praying and people were anointing themselves, I anointed my leg and the whole of my family. You remember I said that I have to go to India. 